Greetings to my listeners. It is I, the Vault Keeper. Now, this week, it seems the Vault is wanting to do something a bit different than usual. This week, it has actually asked me through (laughs) some kind of communication. I'm still figuring out what that is. But I'm going to be going through and pulling some advice tidbits from the vault to share with all of you. And these are advice about writing, actually. This is actually very rare. I have never seen the vault do this before, but it is the Christmas season, and apparently the vault feels that it wants to be generous with its secrets this year. So, first up, what do we have from the vault here? We have... Oh, yes, this is this is a piece of advice that I follow every time I do any writing myself, is to write every single day. Now, I know that many people say it, and many people don't believe it's a real thing. Some people don't, but honestly, I can agree that the more you write, the better you will be at it. And especially with a piece of advice like this, it's just like a muscle. The more you do, the better you will be. And in this case, I can honestly say that my writing now versus compared to my writing a few years ago is much, much better. Because even even the times when you are writing and you look back at your old work and you don't like it, that recognition that you don't like what you've done shows that you have ways to improve it. And then As a result, your future writing will hopefully become better. And that's another reason why hiring people like a proofreader or even just asking people to be beta readers for your work is such a good idea because they will hopefully tell you not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear, especially if you're planning to publish it or anything else like that. Or if it's just, if you just want it to be better, hopefully they will tell you. All right, going down here, let's take a look at the second piece of advice the Vault wants to give today. This place is so cramped sometimes I can't find what I'm looking for. Ah, here it is. Oh, this this is a very interesting one, but also very true. If you want to be good at writing and motivate yourself to do so, I agree with this. Treat it like a, treat it like a job even if you're not being paid to write, or if you, especially if your ambition is to be paid to write one day, or even if it's just for fun, you have to treat it like a job. Uh, That will help you. Well, you don't have to treat it like a job, but if you do treat it like a job, it's more likely that you'll be more motivated to do so, and your writing will reflect that, hopefully. Because if you treat it like a job, then you set yourself a schedule, you set yourself break times, you set yourself ways that you will reward yourself after certain word goals are reached, which makes things much more rewarding and fulfilling when you have completed your goals. So it's it's an interesting dynamic, but I can say that it absolutely works. Third... On this, let's see what we have. Ooh, write what you know. Yes, this is a this is a, a very a very essential one because, of course, sometimes it doesn't work depending on the story you're trying to tell. But when you write from your own experience, you have a perspective on that experience that not many other people, or maybe even only you, have. And no, no one perspective is 
no one's perspective is going to be like yours. So you can write from an angle and you can inspire things from an angle that other people might not be able to do based on their own experiences. So writing, writing from your own experience is very, very useful when you are constructing a story. Let's see, next up on the... Oh, oh, I see this one. This one, this one is quite interesting. Don't be afraid to edit. This one is hard, especially, especially for me. This one is really, really hard because when you go back and look at previous work or a work in progress and you see something that could be better, at least my natural instinct is to remove it immediately and hope that it works. But if you if you keep doing that, you will never ever manage to complete anything on time, especially if you're on a on a goal. But um, yes, you uh, if you don't if you don't stop to actually complete something and you keep editing over and over again, you will never finish anything. So it's always very important that you to it's always very important that you finish the work at least a rough draft wise before you edit. Now, what else do we have here? Oh, yes, this one. This one is vitally, vitally important, especially if you're having a new idea for a story. Let's say that you have a new idea for a story, but it's just it's just the skeleton of the idea. It's just the bare bones. You don't know what to do with it, and you need help. Well, the vault suggests, and I absolutely agree, that what you need to do is... Find a, find a group of friends, or it's even better if you already have this group of friends, and ask around among them, and ask them to be your idea bounce boards for, for whatever idea you're working on. Because especially if they are writers like yourself, or even if they're not, and they're just a general reader, then usually if they see anything that they don't think works with the idea, or something that could be streamlined and written more effectively, then they will hopefully tell you, and that helps you to streamline your work overall, and to create something that is of a higher quality. Of course, you know, certain writing styles are unique to certain people, so of course don't change your writing style just because one person says it's not good. It is still your work, and you should be proud of what you do, but constructive feedback is is very, very important and helps helps anybody who is who is writing, myself included. I have used uh, I have used this method in the past, and it has worked very well for me. And let's see, what what else? Wait, oh, yes, I love this one. Don't be afraid of your own imagination. Don't, when you have an idea, don't think of something and be, be confused or, or timid about writing it into your story, because it is your story. And if you want to create say, uh, a creature, a mythical creature that's never existed before, or a piece of technology that's never existed before, well then, you should do it, because that's part of what makes your story, your your project, your, your thing that you want to share with the world so much more unique, because, especially if it's an original creation, because then people see it and read it, and they think, 
I haven't come across this before. I like it. I I might be interested in what else this author has uh, has written if they write like this. And so many authors I've read, I have seen so many different original touches that make them so amazing. Uh, some authors that come to mind are John Flanagan, uh, Andrew Peterson, um, uh, Cornelia Funke. She she does amazing stuff. She creates a lot of original creatures and things in her fantasy stories, and that is always a joy to read. And let's see, let's see what this last one is. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. This one, this one is also, this one is terribly important if you are, if you are building a new world from scratch, if you're building an entire world in which to place your story. Uh, if you're placing the story in a certain frame of uh, frame of historical reference. It depends on whether or not you want to be uh, accurate to the to the history or, or change it at all. But whatever the case, if you want to alter the history or keep it the same way, just try to avoid inconsistencies in your in your story. If you if you say something, if you establish the rules and say something somewhere and then contradict yourself later, that that is that is not normally a good combination for a reader because readers are very smart, and they will remember things, and if you do contradict yourself at a later point in the book, they will notice, and usually, at least from my experience, that detracts them a little bit from the story, uh, from what you've done, because then they have to remember that, oh no, there's a mistake, so of course, either edit it yourself, or uh, have an editor if you can, uh, and then even so, ask, uh, make sure to double check, triple check your your work. And of course, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something that you that you ultimately missed or or something like that. But don't let that stop you from thinking that it's a, a good story. Don't let that stop you from being, oh no, I can't I can't send it out because people won't like it because of this one thing. No, 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 no. The important thing is that you write the way you want to write, and one or two mistakes. Of course, that just means in your next edition of your book that you will remove them and make them make them better, or in your sequel, or whatever it is. Because once the book is out in print and submitted, then, you know, it's... It's something that every author does, and even even some really really famous ones that I've read, I've seen I have seen typos and such in their works too. But it's no reason not to not to appreciate and love the work that you do. Well, it seems we have come to the end of the Vault's contribution for this week. Uh, this was certainly a unique take on what the Vault usually does. Um, please, please. Tell me what you what you think of it, uh, and uh, on different social medias. If you follow us on any of our social medias, which includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and of course, be sure to join us next week when we open the Story Vault. <laughs>